0: Welcome. Welcome to episode number 29 of the Sports Plus Live podcast. This is the second time recording this podcast. Uh, old Uncle Edgar goofed up yesterday when recording this. Should have been out today already. Um, today being Tuesday the 25th. Yes, Tuesday the 25th. Um, be out tonight, tomorrow. So we'll see. Um, and you guys welcome. Episode number 29. Um, there really wasn't too many people who were at not that I like, no one of importance, I guess. Um, I think they said Mark Price. You guys remember Mark Price? Shot, you know, three point old Cavs. You see, you new Cavs fans don't know about it. You Cleveland Cavaliers fans don't know about Mark Price. I know about Mark Price, three point shooter, Mark Price. You know, what I'm saying he's lights out. Um, I I think I saw that Marcus Camby as well, old Denver Nugget, uh, from UMass, I believe. But anyways, we're not here to talk about basketball. Kind of, maybe later down the road. Um, Jesus, she's blinding me. Um, We're here to uh, talk about. Well, this is gonna be the only pot, the only episode that comes out this week. So we're gonna cover what happened this last weekend that just happened, and this weekend coming up. um, Kind of, I don't really don't know what's coming up this weekend. We're gonna do that on the fly. But I'm gonna try to extend as much as possible, give you other some nice little um chunk of un- Uncle Edgar, Mr. A.K.A Rodriguez. So, anyways, this last week in Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder rematched in Vegas, and it was a one-sided affair. It was Tyson Fury doing all the talking, Tyson Fury doing all the walking, and Tyson Fury doing just getting just Doing all the party, um, it was beautiful. What Tyson Fury did, um, it was nothing short of amazing. His jabs were on point. His body shots were on point. His hooks, his footwork, his head movement. Um, it was the. It was such a great plan. Um, him and the guys from the Kronk Gym, um, which by the way, Tyson Fury's. Made this change before the fight, dumped his old trainer, went to the Krong Gym. Uh, Sugar Hill Steward and Company, um, which I think, I think, if I'm not correct, Sugar Hill is the son of um, Emmanuel Stewart, who um, also man, or uh, trained uh, the Klitschko's, um, trained Hitman Hearns. So it has a lot of good num- Got uh, Klitschko won the best heavyweights to ever step in the ring, which, by the way, Tyson Fury beat. Um, it's, it was such a good move. Great move for him. Great move for Tyson Fury because it showed him. It was just – I think Tyson Fury, like I said, um, from hearing report, I didn't watch the whole fight, the first fight. Tyson Fury won the first fight even with the knockdown at the end of the 12th um and he did something to change that. Not a lot of people do that. A lot of people will stay in their same camp. A lot of people will um a lot of people will just are comfortable where they're at and just keep either winning or losing, just winning, losing, winning. Tyson Fury wanted more and he knew he had to make a change. He knew there was even if it was the slightest change. Um and he did that. And a lot of guys won't do that. Champions do that. Champions figure out that, you know, that something's not working. I got to make it right. Um, because Deont- Ty Sphere is still undefeated. Um, so was Deontay Wilder after the last fight, the first fight. Um, and then Ty Sphere realized that he still needed to make a change. Um, it was, um, it was just great. It was just beautiful all around. I was thoroughly impressed. I was thoroughly impressed with the whole event. Um, I love the walkouts. Um, I didn't. One thing I didn't like, and we'll talk about it here in a second. Um, well, we'll talk about the fighter here in a second. But in the Mundia, Mundia fight, let me try to see. I can't. I don't mess this kid's name because his kid's like tall. He's like six five. Um, Fundora. Wow, Fundora. Sebastian Fundora. Daniel Lewis fight. Uh, f- they they probably showed half. Half the fight was Deontay Wilder walking, arriving to the arena. So they split-screened it. They had Deontay Wilder walking in and then the fight on the right side. Um, It it sucks because Fendora is 6'5". And um, I think Daniel Lewis came in. Let me double-check here. Um, What is it, 5'10"? Let me double-check here. Yeah, it's 5'10". So, I mean, there's a big height difference. I'm at 150 pounds or something like that. Something crazy like that. 155, 56. So you can imagine six, five hundred fifty. Like, it looks crazy. Um It sucks because most of the time they were just showing. Um, Deontay Wilder. Sh- <laughs> Deontay Wilder show up. So, yeah, it was pretty weird. That was a little weird in the sense. But um other than that, the whole show was amazing. It was great. The entrances were amazing, Um, which we'll definitely talk about the entrances here. Entrances, entrances more. Um, but yeah, yeah, Tyson Fury just fought amazing. Got a third round knockdown, hit him right and looks like a back of the head. But I think if the rule fits, um, if you punch a thrown at the target and the target moves, that's not an illegal hit. Um, but knocked uh, Wilder's equilibrium off. So yeah, you guys didn't think I knew big words, but I knew equilibrium. Um, just knocked it off and he wasn't right ever since. Um, he didn't look right throughout the whole fight. Uh, He was very wide-eyed, didn't know what he was doing. And like I said, Tyson, it goes to Tyson Fury's camp and their their game plan, walked him down, smothered him, didn't allow him to, any space to make any type of, you know, big punch, uh, big punches land. Um. They both came in heavier, but I don't know if, it sounded like Tyson Fury weight, Tyson Fury's added weight was intentional. I don't know if Deontay Wilders was intentional. Um, I think he just came in. I mean, they're heavyweight, so they don't have to really worry about their weight on up to a certain point so they can gain weight. Um, so I don't know if that had a big, you know, a big uh, outcome in the fight. But, yeah, Tyson Fury put on more weight, and it showed. Everything from the clinch, clinching, um, wrapping him up is what I mean, if you don't know what clinching means, wrapping him up, putting his having you know, Wilder carry the weight. Fury's a bigger fighter, Fury's a taller individual, so you get on top of him. Um, and that'll wear those skinny legs of uh, Wilder down. And, it, and he definitely didn't, he did, he just did the game plan, just, just so perfect. Um, I was so impressed, I was so happy. Because <clears throat> this, if you guys remember me talking about Anthony Joshua in my YouTube videos, I think it was my first one, my first YouTube like vlog ish video. Um, go check it out. I'll link it in the bio, um, or in the description. I apologize. Oh, in my bio, maybe. Who knows? You never know. Um, I talk about the sweet science. Sweet science being, you know, what people call how to execute boxing perfectly. The sweet science using all your jab, all your punches, head movement, footwork, body shots, uppercuts, jabs, overhands, hooks. Um, the sweet science, just putting it all together. Um, and like I said last time, not a, I don't know a whole lot of guys that like science um, growing up. So people, people call it the sweet science to kind of hide behind the boringness of it. But this was put together so beautiful. This is how you use the sweet science. Not what Anthony Joshua did against Andy Ruiz, which was pat, pat, and run away, pat, pat, run away, pat, pat, run away, maybe throw a haymaker in there. Tyson Fury was bang, bang. I mean, still in your face, bang, bang, I'm still hitting you, bang, bang. Here's my head moving, you can't hit me, bang, bang, move out out of the way of my footwork, bang, bang. I'm going to carry you, you carry me, and we'll see who tires out first. Boom, here comes a knockdown. Here comes a body shot. Oh, here comes another body shot. Boom, here comes another knockdown. It was just, ugh, just gave me a, a boner. Uh, don't even know how to say it. But gave me a nice little uh, boxing chub. But it was just simply amazing. I loved it. I mean, I can't talk highly about it enough. I'll probably be talking about it a whole lot more thinking about it a whole lot more. I've watched it three times already. Um, couldn't be more perfect. Um, <clears throat> you know, he's, 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 he's been telling us, he's been telling us Deontay Wilder was a favorite in a lot of people's eyes because of that one punch, um, in the heavyweight division. Yeah. Sometimes all you need is one punch. Um, but it definitely showed that Deontay Wilder did not improve from his last fight. He didn't figure out... Because he, he didn't come out the winner. He was like, well, I'm still doing something right. I'm still going to do it. I didn't lose the fight, so we'll just keep doing what we're doing. Um, He definitely needs to look into changing camps. I mean, he has to. Um, he's going to have no choice. I mean, he, I, I know he likes to stay local in Alabama, but you want to become a winner, you want to do better, you want to beat Tyson Fury... You're gonna to have to change camp. Something has have to change. Has has to change. Um, talking about oh, I knocked out all my uh, sparring partners. Yeah, you're sparring. These guys aren't supposed to hit you hard. Um, so I mean, talked all this shit, but who did the um, who did the walking? Who, he, he, you got to talk. You got to back it up. You didn't really back it up, and he and he chalked it up to. Having that ring attire by weather. The ring, like the walkouts were amazing. Um, Ty Sphere came out being carried out on the throne. Coming Out Too Crazy by Patsy Klein, I think is what it was. Um Amazing song. I liked it. I don't think, I think that may have been like the second time I ever heard it. I liked it a lot. Um It was just so fitting. It was just, it was a great spectacle. I loved watching it all. Except for the national anthems were a little bit weird. Um Dav- Gavin DeGraw um, put a little country twang on it. And then I can't remember the other guy's name, let me look it up. I have it right here. Danny Walton from the United Kingdom, I think. Uh saying, God save the Queen. I like that. I like the national anthem. It's cool. Um But yeah, it was um I could have done without Joe Tessator. I don't know what just <laughs> Tessator. He's not bad. I just could have I, I wish Maro Ronalo would brought would just do all the commentary and all these big fights, no matter what network it's on. Guy's just simply amazing, um, but that's besides the point. We're not talking about Mar right now. Um, but the walkouts were just amazing, and Deontay Wilder came out looking sick, very intimidating. The all black, like it looked like diamond encrusted suit, mask. Um, the guy who brought him out, the rapper. I don't. Know, I don't know who it was. I. I oh, shit. I'm gonna have to look that up, but. It was so, I, I I liked it. I loved it. Um, but he chalked it up that his legs were gone because the equipment he was wearing walking to the ring, that long walk, because he had to walk all the way from the back and all the way to the ring, um, was 40 pounds. And he says that's the reason why he was never in the fight. Which, um, listen, man, I've watched enough fights to know what excuses are. That was an excuse. Mexicans love giving excuses. I know. Look at me. I've watched Tito Ortiz fight my whole life. You know, I've always watched Tito Ortiz come out every time he lost. It's you know, <laughs> this the same thing. Go watch him. I don't make any excuses, but uh, yeah, I hurt my shoulder like two weeks, <laughs> three weeks ago. You, you know, I uh, had a lot of things going on. Um, it's pretty funny, but I mean, you don't make excuses, but you are making excuses. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, he's done this before. He done it, he did this against Luis Ortiz I don't know if like black diamonds are like um, are like lighter or heavier than you know clear diamonds I don't know I don't know what it is or all like cubics of cornea I don't know what, the, what those were um, I you can't you, I, you can't you just can't you just got beat up you got beat up you got your hands put on you for the first time ever Um was he humble? He was, but there's definitely was excuses. Um, you know, that's this a fight game. I also had trouble. I also had problems with his camp saying that it was the refereeing. I watched that fight three times. I've never seen, and it's probably been a long time. I don't even know how long since I've seen such a, it was almost a perfect refereed fight. B- Kenny Bayless is one of the best in the business. Um, you know, there's no more Joe Cortez, no more was it Leslie Miles? I can't remember the guy's name. No Joe Cortez. Um, you have um Tony Weeks, who's also a weak referee. The last name fits him. Um, but Kenny Bayless just did amazing, and he gives you great pictures too. He's wide eyed. He's like this. Uh, he's like you know he's. It's uh, it's unbelievable. If you're not seeing me on you, if you're on YouTube, you're listening to this on, on um. On Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or whatever, um, he has eyes wide open, like almost like comedian, like like Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Like you remember that? Anyways, but he, I I could I, I was I was just impressed. I had nothing bad to say about Kenny Bayless. Kenny Bailey did an amazing job with the brakes, let him letting them work out of the brakes as well. Uh, and what I'm talking about is that when they're hugging. He's letting them work it out. He's letting them punch each other to get out of there. Um, if he had to step in, he stepped in. You know, Fury tested the waters, broke that line a little bit to where um, he was like, well, I'm going to stay in here as long as possible to see if um, see what the referee does. Eventually, I think the sixth round, they took points off me. I think it was the sixth round, which was still a 9-9 round, still tied up because um, even with the point taken away, no, it was 9-8. Was it 9-8? I think it was nine eight because that was the same round that um, the fifth round, I believe. That's where uh, Wilder got knocked in, I believe. I'm trying, I can't remember. But either way, um, the, uh, Fury won every round. Um, but yeah, I don't, I didn't, I thought the referee did an amazing job. And you know me and referees, you know how I talk about referees. You know where me and referees have a little bit of beef. You know what I'm talking about, in everywhere. Soccer, basketball, MMA especially. Don't get me. We'll get on MMA here in a little bit. Um, It's just, uh, yeah, it was just, it was perfect. Everything about it was amazing. That's how you put on a show. Um, It was great. It was great. All the stars were out. Um, Mike Tyson loved it. I saw him celebrating pretty hard because Deontay Wilder said he could knock him out in his prime. So, Um, yeah. But what's next? What's next for Tyson Fury? What's next for Deontay Wilder? Um, it looks like it'll be another. Re- it'll be a rematch. You're probably looking summertime. I think they have a contractual obligation for a rematch, or um, Deontay Wilder has a rematch clause. So uh, we'll see what happens. But if Deontay Wilder wants to beat Tyson Fury, I don't want to see it. He's going to have to do something different. He's going to have to come out in lighter, lighter uh, war gear. He's going to have to come out. He's going to have to have a different camp. Um, if you were to go to any camp, uh, Jesus, probably have him go, just go to Wildcard. Wildcard's available. That's right up your alley. Um, Garcia Boxing, not too far out there. And I believe, what is it called? Not Carson. Is it Carson? It's not Carson, California. Stockton ish. It's in that area. God, I wish I remember. I can't remember. There's a lot of other camps you could go to. You should inquire about it. You have enough money. You can go eight weeks, six weeks. Um, There's good uh, Airbnbs out there. It's California. It's amazing. It's beautiful year round. Um, Something has to change. Um, If uh, he doesn't feel like doing that, then he's going to get hands put on him again. It's plain simple. He did it. The first fight was just a teaser. Second fight was the stern talking to. And if he wants that happen, that he, he doesn't want that talk again. You know what I'm saying? He got hit hard. Do you see that? Guys, see that picture where he hit him and looked like he, like Tyson Fury punched Wilder, and it looked like he punched his lip off. Like very, same thing. Very cartoonish. Like it's like, oh, I can't do it. Um, look it up. Um, but it, um, but yeah, what's next? I would rather see Tyson Fury against Anthony Joshua, so Tyson Fury can roll through Anthony Joshua. You saw that Tyson Fury. You guys, if you guys saw the Anthony Joshua fight against Andy Ruiz, you know what's going to happen. You can almost put two and two together. This is this is not a great fight for Anthony Joshua to take, but at some point, it's going to happen. Um. Yeah, it's just not a good fight. It's gonna be a money grab fight. You will see this delayed out as much as possible for Eddie Hearn and his camp and DAZN and everybody to to get that money to get this money, is what they're gonna do. Um, that's what it's gonna be. It's gonna be a lot of stalling, a lot of, oh, um, you can't do this, you can't do that type of shit. Hold on, I'll make sure I'm swearing up. Um, it's just how it is. This it's a business side of boxing, which is trash. Um, We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm I'm looking forward to the future of the heavyweight division now, Um, especially when you have big dogs. You still have Dylan White, Andrew Ruiz, if he gets his fucking ex ass together. Um, Anthony Joshua, of course. So heavyweight division is kind of back. Um, You saw the fight before that. Uh, Let me pull it up here. I can't remember his name. Gerald Washington. Charles Martin against Gerald uh, Gerald Washington. Charles Martin knocked him out in the sixth round with a left, I think is what it was. So heavyweight division, man, I hope it's back. A lot of good finishes. Um, it was amazing. Um, Sebastian Fundora is a guy. I, I watched him. He looked really good. Six foot five against 5'10 five, Daniel Lewis. Looked really good. Threw great punches, three combinations. Used his jab as he as a long man should. Um And he just threw it, did really well. Won by unanimous decision, 10 rounds is all it was. Uh, Daniel Lewis, tough dude, hung in there. Um, Just couldn't get inside, it was weird. He's just tall, he's 6'5", You can't get inside. Um, The kid was really, really good. Uh, Manuel Navarrete, I didn't really watch the fight, was doing something else. I think I was doing laundry, honestly, it was Saturday night. I don't don't do other, I don't do a whole lot of shit anymore. (laughs) Other than watch sports and eat. Um, That's what I do my weekends, watch sports and eat, and uh, I don't whore my way to an early grave. I don't even drink. I'm so boring now. Not anymore. Every now and then I have a little taste, you know, just a little taste. I've been through this before, just a little taste. doesn't even matter. Um, but yeah, that was a good card. Very good boxing card. Um, I had, I, w- I was thoroughly enjoyed. I loved it. And, and you know, boxing lately has been busy. If not busy, I mean boring. Um, well, not a whole lot of good fights. Um, is the Errol Spence Jr. And Sean Porter fight was the best one I've seen in a while. Even that Danny Garcia return fight was like last month was, um, but we'll get to more Garcia's coming up here soon. I do want to say that Tyson Fury is definitely the best pound for pound fighter right now. Um, you can't deny it. Earl Spence Jr. Um, over Earl Spence Jr. Over Canelo. Over Lomachenko. Um, the, the best... I don't remember who said this, but I think it might be a prelude to what we am going to right now. Um, the best always have to fight the best. And um, to be the best, if you know what I mean. Today, by the way, kind of, you know, what I, it sounded very familiar by the birthday boy, Rick Flair. Turned 71 today, I believe. To be the man, you got to beat the man. Tyson Fury is the man because he beat the man. Um, that's that. Happy birthday to the nature, boy. Everyone, one, two, three. Woo! I like that. Um, but moving on, UFC fight night happened. Actually, this fight happened the day before, the day after. Time travel. This was overseas. This was uh, land down under. This was in Auckland, New Zealand. Um, Paul Felder against Dan Hooker. Um, and man, that was another good fight. Jesus, what a good fight that was. Very, very tough individuals. Um, I watched the fight. I initially gave it to Paul Felder three rounds to two could even been four rounds to one. In my opinion, um, it was very, very close. But if this fight happened in, you know, this fight happened in new, new, uh, New Zealand in Auckland, this fight was given to Dan hooker on the, the decision. He got hometown. Paul Felder got hometown, home countryed, home continented, whatever you want to call it. um, yeah, I don't think I didn't wasn't in favor of the judges. I think I gave the last three for sure to Paul Felder. Could have given the, you know, four, the second, third, fourth, and fifth to him. Um Just tough, man. It was just that's just tough. I mean, you almost would rather give it a fucking draw. I mean, why? Like, I don't get that. I just give it a draw. Somebody. Anybody, give it a draw. Like, it wasn't that close. I don't think it was. I thought Paul Felder won. I thought he did the he did the most of walking down. Had octagon control. Um, <clears throat> had the better strikes. I think he had more strikes. I believe. Um, you know the grappling went to Dan Hooker because he just he had those like late takedowns, which I, I hate takedowns. They don't do. He didn't do anything with the takedowns. They didn't do anything very much. Just held them down. Felder eventually got up. Um, you could see what. Dan Hooker was trying to do um from the get you could definitely tell that he was trying to outpoint Paul Felder. There was he, he wasn't trying to put him away. He was just trying not to lose. You I that's what I saw. I saw Dan Hooker and I've seen Dan Hooker go over broken a lot of other fights. Um this was a shame. I've seen him, you know, knock out some really good fighters like I said Jim Miller. Um who else did he knock out? Knocked out a lot of good fights. Fighters. Um, beat L.A. Kenta, I believe. Um, so he's fought some very, very tough individuals. Got smoked by Edson de Barbosa. Been really tough hung in there. He fought. He definitely fought scared. I thought he didn't. Did a whole lot more running. Didn't walk him down. Um, There's a different pot Dan Hooker, than what I've seen before. Um, just kind of wish, you know, even then... Even then, it still went to Paul Felder, no matter what. Um, that should have gone to Paul Felder, and I feel bad. And he was in the ring crying afterwards, talking about this is it. I want to retire. I mean, he has a great career as a commentator um, coming up. So, if he does re- decide to retire, I mean, you know, I'm going to love having him on the commentary desk. He puts on good. He puts on a good show on, on the desk. So, um, very great knowledge of the game. I, that is bullshit, man. I just don't. I can't. I can't with judges, man. Two weeks in a row with these damn judges. So every till this day, speaking of Deontay Wilder, till this day, they be screwing me. So whatever, man, that's life. But if you guys get a chance to watch it, Paul Felder just throws great hooks, throws violent. Everything was pure violence, spinning kicks, um, spinning back fists, hooks, uppercuts. His jabs were very, very good. Yeah, I don't get I don't get it. It's whatever though. Um gotta move on because there's still gonna be more fight nights. Um I hope Paul Felder still fights, but we'll see what happens. Um On the same card, Jimmy Crute. I told you guys about Jimmy Cruit, man. Uh won by submission, I believe it was a guillotine choke? Shit, I don't remember. I don't have to look it up. Everyone chill out, please, because um Um, I got to find out How this ended Because it's going to bother the shit out of me uh, Let's do this one I think that was it No, 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 no UFC fight night Damn it Oh, here it is Shit um, Jimmy Crute, man He um, Tough dude He weathered a good storm um, with a good storm early, um, from what's his name? Uh, I can't say his name. I, It is Michael O'Keshuck. Something like that. Um, let me take a look here how the fight ended. Kimura, that's right. Kimura. Uh, ended with the Kimura perfectly, strong dude. It was just, it ended very, very well. Um, I like the Kimura. It's where you you got your hand like this and just putting it up. I can't do it because I'm not as flexible as I used to be. Man, just someone grabbing it and just pulling it up up here to try to break your fucking arm. That's what it is. That's what a Kimura is. A key lock, some people call it a key lock. Um, but amazing. Jimmy Crute did well. Very comfortable win for him. Um in the win so Carolina Cowwall. I gotta find out how to say her name. Hold on. Let me see. It'll tell me right here. I know it will. I got. It has to tell me how to. Shit, it's not gonna tell me. Anyways, um, we'll call it Ka- uh Carolina K. Fa Yan Is that How you say it? X I A O N A N Xiaonin Uh, beat. Um, she. Yan beat the brakes off her man. In the first round I don't I don't they may have been a kick or a, a punch or an elbow, I can't remember what it was, but like broke Carolina's face like in this area. Probably orbital bone, orbital bone or just a facial bone in general. And she fought two more rounds like that, man. Got taken down, kept getting hit there. Um and she kept going, dude. I just see a lot of guys won't do <laughs> there's not a lot of guys who would do that. Um and she did. Um hats off to her, man. She fought very well, but so does Yaunin. Um, Yan, she um she's tough, man. She's a tough chick. Very tough chick. Kept coming, kept coming, they didn't give a shit. She was boom, boom, boom. She um she had to change her camps from uh China to I think Australia no Thailand. Uh to Tiger Muay Thai, I believe is what it is. Um because of the coronavirus. So she she was like, nah. I'm beating you and I'm beating the coronavirus. So I'm putting hands on people on two of both of y'all. And she put the hands on coronavirus. Then she put the hands on Killer K. Killer K. Um, it was crazy, man. It was 30 to 26 on all three judges' uh, scorecards, which means one round was scored 10 to 8. Whereas if you win a round, you get, you get 10 points to 9. This was 10 to 8, so it beat her down pretty good. Um just gives you an idea of how bad. I mean, these judges well, don't get me started. Anyways, um, but yeah. There's a video out and I'll, um, I'll probably post it. I'm, I'm going to post it on my Instagram. Follow me sports plus life and M R A K, uh, CO on Instagram. And then, and then also uh, on Twitter, same thing. M R A K A CO and sports plus life on Twitter and on YouTube. Cause this can go up on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash sports plus life. So go ahead and check it out. Um, like share, subscribe, hit the bells, all of that. All right. Um, Moving on to the heavyweight division. So Marcos Rogerio de Lima um, beat Ben Sassoli by first round knockout, I believe is what it was. Um yeah, first round knockout. TKO is what it was. Knocked him down hard, dude. Ugh. That guy's thick. Thick with two C's. D-H-I-C-C. Thick with two C's. Um and he threw a thick punch. You dropped him and finished him on the ground. It was tough. Ben Soli, who I think last fought um, Greg Hardy, the old uh, Cowboys lineman, defensive lineman, didn't win that fight, lost by decision. Um, But, yeah, man, dude, he's uh, tough, dude, thick. You guys need to watch him. The good fight, the best fight on the card, I believe, was with Brad Riddle. Actually, not the best card, the, the best fight, the second best fight uh, Brad Riddle against Magmeda, Mustafiev, uh, which opened up the main card. Really, really good card. It's a cool card. Tough. It was a really good fight. Back and forth, 29-28, um, split decision. So it was a, uh, it was it was a good fight. Matt Riddle, I think, if I remember right, was gonna kind of lose in the first round, then turn it around, just like, you know how you guys ever watch like, you guys ever watch Over the Top with uh, Sylvester Stallone, where he was like, it's like a switch, man. Every time I turn it around. It's like, oh, my fucking forearm, my jack-off arm gets bigger. Yeah, it was like that. It just flipped it and um, got the dub. Homie Jake Matthews won by decision. I didn't watch that fight. I can't remember what I was doing. Um, but, yeah, the rest of the cards, like I said, these cards are really good, man. You guys got to just pay attention to old Uncle Edgar. Old Uncle Edgar knows these things, all right? Um, if there's something I know, I got nine toes and I know a lot of shit about fighting. So listen up. Uh, to all Uncle Edgar uh, Coming up this weekend though um, It'll be Benavides vs. Figueroa UFC Fight Night in Virginia Norfolk, Virginia um, Can I uh, Help you I'm Trying to see who else is on the card um, Ian Kutalibu Against Ankalaev. That's going to be a really good fight So you guys got to check that out um, Brazilian versus Russian You know there's going to be hands These guys are tough, tough dudes Big, Big fuckers too Um, hold on one second. Here we go. You pull up the full card. Jesus, come on, UFC. Help me out here, player. Megan Anderson. Beautiful Megan Anderson. This is Norma Dumont. Megan Anderson's tall. She's thick with two C's. And not like big, like not like this gonna be this fights gonna be 135 pounds? 145 pounds. So that's thick. Um the fuck is the other cards? Um, let me try to take a look here oh the violent Bob Ross Luis Pena is on the card Um, he had a late replacement he's fighting Steve Garcia um, which at least Steve Garcia is out of Jackson Winklejohn I believe Um, if I'm correct which more than likely I am just kidding yeah Jackson Winklejohn I believe um, is where he's coming out of so New Mexico same as Holly Holm same as John Jones but yeah, um, like, yeah, watch it, man. This will be on ESPN plus as well. It looks like, um, so give it a go. Give it an old college try. I'll be out of town, which is why you're only getting one, um, one podcast this week. So I don't want to worry about a second one. Um, plus uncle Edgar messed up yesterday. So don't worry about it. Right. Just watch, tune in, give me the likes, give me the follows, um, donation button coming soon. Cause I need, um, and you pay these bills, and I need better equipment. All right, <laughs> so uh, I'm just kidding. I ain't gonna do that to you guys yet. We need more followers, so you guys need to share, like, subscribe, all that. Share the shit out of this. I don't care where you share it. Share it to, share it to LinkedIn. Share it to, uh, you know, um, your tennis ball, your tennis game blog. I'll cover tennis. I don't care. I ain't scared. I'll cover a little Coco, some Serena, some Peter Sampras. Just kidding. Um, but yeah, check it out, man. Always watch it. Benavides Figueroa. Um, oh, Benavides versus Figueroa. So this will be a very very tough fight. Um, a very good fight. It's for the vaca- vacant vacant um, flyweight belt, which was vacated by. Uh, Triple C, Henry Cejudo. Which, by the way, fight news. Henry Cejudo will be fighting Jose Aldo in May, I believe. That's going to be in Brazil. Um, Henry Cejudo crazy. That guy's nuts. Um, He was in Denver for uh, watching state wrestling uh, uh, over the weekend. Um, Other fight news. I think, did I talk about this? I did talk about that. Did I talk about this? I'm trying to think if I did or not. Um... I think I did. Yeah, I did. Don't talk to me. Shogun versus Little Nog, and then Valentino Shvetsenko against uh, Joanna Calderwood, which I think I already mentioned before. Ah, there's one more. Hold on, real quick. I don't want to. I want to leave you guys in the dark. I want to. I want. You, I want you guys to learn about all this here. Give me a second. Events. Uh, all events. Um. There is a spot talked about fight about of Conor McGregor versus Justin Gaethje over the summer. Uh, we'll see what happens. Hope that fight happens. Um, Yeah. A lot of good fights coming up. We're going to talk about Aldi's coming up here soon. What I'm more excited about is April 18th, Habib versus Ferguson. So hopefully they both make it. Um, is there any more fights? I don't think there is. Oh, shit. Go back. Player, go back. Yeah. So... Um, Yeah, that's UFC news right now. I'm just, hopefully I'll hold you over for a little bit. Um, there is a return, let me take a look here, happening this weekend. One of my favorite fighters, boxers. Um, Mikey Garcia is going to fight, oh, what's his name, Jesse Vargas uh, in Texas at the Ford Center. Um, good return fight because he fought Earl Spence Jr. last Back in August, September, March. Oh, that was a long time ago. So, damn, he's been out for a while. Uh, back in March and uh, got beat up for 12 rounds. Um, went up in weight. Um, tough fight. Hung in there. Got dropped a couple times. That was in old uh, Jerry's World, I believe. That was in Dallas. So, hopefully, he gets, a read gets, uh, gets back in the old uh, winning column again. Undefeated up until the last fight. So, um, he's very, you know, he's been knocked down before. And he gets back up, so he's a very, very tough dude. He's endured a lot. Um, out of Garcia Boxing. um, Was the same camps as, like, uh, Fernando Vargas um, was out of there. Brandon Rios. um, So a lot of tough guys coming out of there. Um, Check it out, man. He is uh, one of my favorite fighters. Um, Rightfully so is Mexican. Brings that Mexican smoke. Brings all that heat. He's not afraid of any of it. Um, NFL combines. moving on. NFL Combine starts this week. Um, Chase Young, the old end, which you guys heard me talk about multiple times because he got screwed over by the NCAA. getting suspended one game. Um, isn't going isn't, isn't to participate uh, for whatever reason. Uh, I don't know exactly what it is. Hopefully he's all right. I think he's injured. I don't know if it's one of those things where it's like, nah, I'd rather do my private workout and, Probably needs a little bit more time to heal up. That, maybe that's what I've seen before. Um, Joe Burrows is in attendance. Four Oklahoma Sooners will be there: Jalen Hurts, C D Lamb, Kenneth Murray, Br- uh, Grimes. I believe I can't remember who it was. Um, so l- I like the combine because this could. There so are some people who can make a break where you get picked. Um, Orlando Brown from the Oklahoma Sooners. His stock dropped a little bit. Got picked up still in the late first round, maybe second round, I believe. Um, To the Ravens, let me take a look here, man. It wasn't first round. No way. It was first round. Um, Let me double check here. Orlando Brown. uh, Junior um, draft. Um, Let me take a look here. I don't want to give you guys no false. He got picked. Third round by the Ravens. So his daddy used to play for the Ravens. So it was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, he had a poor showing in the um, combine, which dropped his stock quite a bit, maybe out of a second round, maybe late first round into the third round. So this could make a break a lot of people. It could be good for people like DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf wasn't very prominent as a wide receiver at Ole Miss um, last year, the year before, whatever, um, and just showed out four three forty, ridiculous vert ridiculous standing long jump um great catches great speed so i was like dude this guy's and by the way this guy's looks like he's built out of granite just chiseled out of granite so um yeah this like stuff like this can make a break um where you get picked can mean millions and thousands of dollars depending on where you're at so sponsorship depending on where you're at so we'll see what happens um yeah, so keep an eye out. NFL Network, I think, is where it's gonna be um all weekend. Uh all week, all weekend. I think Thursday or Friday, I think it starts. My favorite is the 40, man. I love to see people who, like run fast and like, oh shit, they're that fast. Um the 40 and then the um the the bench. See who corrupt two hundred I think it's two twenty five as many times as possible. I don't know what the record is like fifty two. I don't know what it is. I think the the record was broken by someone from School of Mines right out here in Colorado. If I'm um, correct, let's find out. We're going to find out together. All right? I don't want you guys Googling this. You guys are probably driving, listening to this, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, maybe on YouTube watching this and listening to this. Uh, I don't want you. Um, Record for bench press NFL Combine. Um, Justin Ernest 1991 the fuck is that let me see this hold on uh, doesn't say here Justin Ernest Stephen Paya 2011 that's a lot man 51 reps 225 pounds who else Tink Taylor no one like not a lot of big names. Dont Dantari Poe is like the only name I could recognize on here. Um not a whole lot of names, like on here. Pretty crazy. Not a lot of big names. So I mean something like that isn't like huge. Um I want to see who holds the record for the 40 yard dash. Let's take a look here. John Ross, 4 2 2, that long. Well um went to Cincinnati, I believe. I don't know if he's still there. Chris Johnson, we guys remember him Four two four. two, four. Those are, these are ridiculous. Ridiculous times. Anything at four, three is just ridiculous. Um, let me take a look here. Um, Ty Hill. 2006 is not a Tyreek Hill. JJ Nelson went to the Cardinals. Jacoby Ford. The Raiders champ. Champ Bailey. Former Bronco, you guys remember him? Four two eight. Marquise Goodwin. Um, I believe plays with the Niners now. I can't remember. No, yeah. Four two seven. These are ridiculous times, guys. Ridiculous times. So go ahead and watch it. It's exciting. It's a little bit boring. They'll try to kind of like I like it. If you're a football nerd, you're gonna you're gonna love this shit. I love it. I'm gonna watch it um, as much as possible. A um, couple uh, you know, I was going to go over Premier League this week and just watch. I can remember. Manchester United won this last week in 3-0. Uh, a lot of good games. I, I mean, uh, just watch Premier League. Check it out. Seriously. There's not going to be a whole lot of sports. If you're up early on Saturday or Sunday, turn it on NBC Sports. You won't be disappointed. Um, Didn't want to talk about Kobe Memorial. I thought it was um, very well put together. A lot of – I mean, anytime. You sell out a stadium for a Memorial. You're not around anymore. It shows a lot. Um, just how many people loved Kobe Bryant. Um, the impact his daughter was making as well. Um, he touched a lot of people's lives. I mean, I've talked about him before. I don't want to go too much more into it, but um, there were some good stories being told about him yesterday. And my favorite one was Co- was uh, Shaq. If you guys didn't watch it, you should have by, by now. Shaq goes, um, you know, some of the teammates were like, you know, Shaq A, Kobe isn't passing, isn't passing the ball. Shaq's all talk to him. So, Hey, Kobe, there's no I in team. And Kobe says, but there's an ME in that motherfucker. (laughs) God, that was such a good story. It was amazing. And and I a hundred percent believe that story. Um, yeah, so many, uh, there's a lot of great people. Beyonce was there saying um, Michael Jordan, you know, poured his heart out. He, he, it's crazy because you don't see Michael Jordan out doing much anymore. You know, just a whole lot of talking, um, but it was cool to for him to talk about it because Mike Jordan wasn't the best to ever do it. Kobe Bryant's the best, one of the best to ever do it. Um, and they had a good relationship. It seemed like a great relationship. Little brother, little brother, big brother is what he described. Um but that's great to hear because Jordan didn't doesn't have to do that. He doesn't have to be like, I'll take you under my wing, I'll you know, answer all your questions. He doesn't have to do that. Um, but he did. Um, because you know, I don't know if it's the right thing to do, a good thing to do, but he felt right. It felt good to him. Um to be a mentor, to be just it doesn't take a whole lot to answer a couple text messages doesn't take a whole lot to um, to call somebody. It doesn't take a whole lot to be there for somebody. And, uh, you know, people, these guys are, Michael Jordan is, a, I think, almost a billionaire. He should be a billionaire. Kobe Bryant, very busy um, being a father um, with his companies, his endeavors. Um, you know, so time is sparse. And um, there's a lot of people out here who are looking for that guidance, who are looking for, Um, you know, that companionship, that mentorship. And, you know, just isn't given the time, even though a lot of people do have the time. It doesn't take a whole lot to answer a text, to send a text message. Um, so, Hey, thinking about you, hope everything is okay. You know, it just doesn't take a whole lot to be there for somebody. Um, that's kind of made me realize. And like I said, I've talked about this plenty of times on the sports plus life podcast. It's sports plus life. Um, when the sports is over that you got to live your life. Um, But in that time that, you know, sports is on, everything else can be forgotten. I do that so much. Um, I think I am, uh, and I've talked about this before. I was in the hospital for a long time, and sports was my, um, scapegoat sports was my savior. Um, I just forgot. I was zoned in. I just didn't realize what's going on. I didn't realize I had a missing toe. It wasn't missing anywhere I was at. Um, I didn't, you know. I didn't, you know, I, I didn't realize I was sick for a little bit. Um, I didn't know when I was going to go out and leave that hospital. I didn't know if I would. I didn't know if they're going to take my whole foot. But sports kept my mind off of everything. It always does. Sports, comedy. So there's different outlets um, for a lot of people. That was, I mean, that's, that's why I did this podcast, because it's sports plus life. I mean, there's always a sports aspect for my life. But I also realize there's life outside of sports. I realize life is very valuable. Um, I realize that a lot of people's lives are different. Um, my goal is to hopefully bring, you know, smile to your face, hopefully bring that distracted, that distraction for 40 minutes to an hour, hour and a half, whatever it could be, um, on, you know, hopefully not distract you while you're driving. Keep your eyes on the road, please. If you're listening to this right now, um, and just to distract you, just keep your mind occupied, occupied, occupied. is that how you say it? Occupied. <laughs> keep your mind occupied for a short amount of time. Um, just be there. Yeah, just, you know, just be there. It doesn't take a whole lot. It doesn't take a whole lot to check on that one person. It doesn't take a whole lot to just be there for somebody via text. Technology has made it easier to be stay in touch. Um, so let's use it. Um yeah, life short. And I'm realizing and it's a, the shitty part about it is I'm I'm seeing that every day. Um you know, with all these different scares, the coronavirus, Kobe Bryant passing away, and, you know, just people getting killed senselessly and you know, whatever it may be. Um so live your life, man. Mind your business. <laughs> Mind your business, dude. That's that, A lot of people can probably live their life by just minding their business. And I'm not talking in the sense where, like, you know, if it's your friend. I'm talking about a stranger. If a stranger's up and, you know, whatever, just, you know, just mind your business. Keep going straight. We got friends in there, you're, you're, they're your business. So um, make sure you're there for them. Um, but, yeah, the Kobe Memorial, made me realize that how loved he is, how respected he was. And I kind of want to do that. I want to be that. I want to be respected. I want to be loved as much as Kobe Bryant. Um, I think I am. Not in like a little scale of him, but I think I've, I've done a good enough job too. where people have, um, like there's Edgar, man, that dude's cool. You know, for the most part. Because for some guys, some guys, girlfriend, like some girls, guy friends, boyfriends. They're a little mad. Look at me, I'm a player. <laughs> I mean, violently, look at me, violently sexy. They should be jealous. So they need to be. Keep that girl happy, all right? Um, I had my turn. Just kidding. All right. That's enough. Um, but yeah, just, um, just be there for each other. That's all I ask. Um, I had a lot of good uh, feedback last week or for my last episode, number 28. Um, that my niece so eloquently introduced, by the way, uh, if you guys saw my Instagram story, she was like, she, um, did a little bit of marketing for me, a little announcement saying the episode was up. She did that on one take. She's smart. One take, Zoe Sports Plus Life 28 is out now. Hit the likes. Late. Um I'll repost it if you guys want me to. Give me let me know. I'll send it to you. Um but yeah, um I think that's it uh for today. Uh, I don't know how many times I said uh quite a bit. But yeah, check out everything I told you. Check out everything, all the fights, there's a lot of sports, still XFL going on which I want to cover, I want to watch um a lot of boxing, a lot of fighting. A lot of soccer, baseball's heating up. Um, they still haven't disciplined the Astros. I still, I, so I bought this hat today, so you guys know, right here. And it's kind of hot right now because uh, my heater's going on and I can't turn it off right now because I'm talking to you. Um, I still can't get myself to buy Colorado Rockies hats. I love the Rockies, they're my home team. Opening day pump coming up in like a month or so. I can't get myself to buy anything. I just don't like where they're at as an organization, what they're doing to Nolan Arenado. Um, Nolan Arenado being very professional. Our organization is not um, afraid to pull the trigger on just a bunch of different stuff. I just, I just can't get myself to buy any. Sh- I'm, I'm, I'm taking applications. I'm taking applications for new teams. Uh, the front runners are. I'm staying within the division. I'm going either um, San Diego Padres or I'm going Diamondbacks. Why? Better weather. A lot of mommies. Um, yeah, not a whole lot of snow and rain. <laughs> so, yeah, those are the front runners. Give me other ones. I'm not going to be a Dodgers fan. I can't do that. I can't get myself to do that. Never. I just can't. No Dodgers. No, yeah, if I ever turn my back on the Broncos, no Raiders. Um, none of that. All right, just get away from me. Um, yeah, stay there for me. Find me. Stay in there. Be there for me. Be there for your people. Um, be available. Be happy. Be merry. Laugh a whole lot more. Go to comedy shows. You guys ever do that? Go to comedy shows. Random comedy shows. Denver Improv, Improv Comedy Store. You know, whatever. Go do that. Go laugh a little bit. All right. Life is short. Eat that taco. Um. Eat that gordita, papusas, some pozole, fried oreo, some hush puppies, churros. Oh, I'm hungry now. Anyways, I'm on a diet too. It sucks, and I'm trying so hard to eat right. But I appreciate you guys coming in, Um, tuning in for I don't know how long, maybe an hour. Um, So yeah, find me sports plus life on Instagram and Twitter, M R A K C O on Instagram and Twitter. And then also on youtube.com slash sports plus life as well. So holler at me. Let me know what you guys think. Let me know what you guys want to talk about. Find me. I'm down to talk about whatever. Sports plus life. I've talked about you all the time. It's not just all sports, but it's been about sports because I love sports. So um, i gonna catch you guys next time. Uh, next week, maybe Monday or Tuesday next week, episode 30. Um, so uh, the dirty 30 episode, we might throw a little bit of party for them. So I will see you guys next time. Thank you guys so much for tuning in once again for the last time. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you guys. Late. Late.